0: (laughs) Peace.
1: Of GYG Land, President Jason Dominguez. No, oh, no, no.
2: There's no president. I'm about to get overthrown here by the people. Here, <laughs> we got a lot of people in here. We got the full family episode. We got Trey. We got Price. And we got Pat over here on the productions. We also got Jared back after a long week out. Jared, how you doing today?
3: Much better. Thanks for asking. Yeah, it was a
2: good weekend. We heard you sent in a flyer late last week on Mr. Moss. That guy did pretty good, huh? Did y'all get that?
4: We did.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I hope the people... I got, got it. it
0: in. Yeah, yeah. last week yeah, in addition, it, it, it text- paid off better than any of our guys. <laughs> <laughs> we got the
3: well, text we're doing it live. usually dude. does. <laughs> I
4: don't
3: know. I was just trying to think of my people. God oh, bless Would, America. What'd you cook on that meal anyway? <laughs> Oh, uh, this week uh, This week was pretty easy it was a, I just did a muffaletta sandwich Which, if mm-hmm. you don't know Oh, yeah was, uh, Couldn't make a roux, couldn't make a, a gumbo one. I didn't have enough time yeah. I, 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 I mean, I had to pause the yeah. game yeah, to go get the deli meat To, to make the uh, muffaletta sandwich Like I was like Thirty minutes late, just making an easy sandwich. So
0: should should have fried up some fish, maybe maybe wow. some uh, some Creole sauce on the side. I don't know. Would have been nice.
3: I wanted to make a uh, a shrimp etouffee with some um, red beans and rice. But that yeah,
0: that might have oh, got the wow. win for you. Mm.
3: Maybe I doubt it. I like that you
2: paused the game to make sure that the luck would stand true <laughs> while you got <went> the <laughs> meal. Oh <Hell> yeah. <laughs> Hey, talk to us, man. Well, uh, yeah, there's a lot of injuries I know we want to cover. I mean, who are some of these big injuries? Did you get injuries over this past weekend?
4: I got Jimmy garoppolo man. He uh, yeah. he got me good, dude. Uh, I'm going to lose in two leagues that I streamed oh, him no. in. Yeah, um, I'm going to lose by, I think, seven in one league and maybe 14 in another.
2: We have and- Deshaun Watson for the people, right?
4: Yeah, I have Deshaun Watson. was on a bye, so I picked Jimmy G up. I went with him over, you know, the Baker Mayfields, which was, I guess, a good call because of the wind. But in hindsight, I would have got more of Baker. And my whole point is I just needed Jimmy G to get me his standard uh, projection of 15, and I would have won in both leagues. Instead, I took the L. I took the L in all four leagues for the first time all year. And Jimmy G was the reason I took it in two of them. So it's just one of those years, man, one of those years. You just don't know when you're, you know, people who put Tevin Coleman in, you know, he blew up his knee again. yeah, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Canada, you know, 49ers, dude. And I heard they changed the logo. And now the, the, the handicap logo is in the middle of their helmet. So, oh, cool. Uh, I like like the- Handyman? <laughs> it's pretty bad, bro. Yeah. The Handyman from Halloween, I guess, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Living color. <laughs> yeah, it was my roughest week, man. Roughest week, but I'll bounce back. Who else got injuries out there? You
2: guys get any from your teams?
0: Ouch
4: Town Population, you, bro.
0: Uh, wins hurt my feelings. Uh, no, that's that's not the extent of my yeah. Carson made me wince last night and uh, killed any chance of a comeback for me. So that was about hurt the end feelings. of mine exactly.
3: If you looked at the score, you would think that Deontay Johnson got hurt. Jesus Christ!
0: Uh, he he did, but he, he came out. back. He did, yeah, yeah out. Yeah, that was a rough. Well, life. I mean, but, well, well,
3: he played. He played most of the game.
0: Yeah.
2: But, you know, he, he went out, he came back in, though. I mean, when you go out and you come back in, he's still a little shook up. He's like, got to get his bearings under him.
0: Well, let's hope he didn't play because uh, Marlon Humphrey had COVID. So yeah. uh, if, if Johnson was covered by him, that would have been actually uh, bad for him long term. So. Nice. he's
4: yeah, I was talking to my doctor. You know my doctor, Dr. Finny Boombach, You know my doctor? Yeah, yeah the only major injuries, uh big one that's not going to be talked about because he's not fantasy, re- or he is, but in a different way, was... Um, the best O-lineman for the Ravens. Um, they lost Stanley, oh, their um, tackle, uh, pro baller. Uh, he's out. So Lamar could get worse. The rushing game for Dobbins and them could go down a little bit. Just one O-lineman, but he was the best O-lineman. And then Cooper Cup, he's got an MRI done on his uh, uh, hand today. we got to wait for the test to come back. But it could be really bad. Um, they never see the MRI unless it's uh, questionable. So everyone's holding their breath on that one.
3: Well, and I mean, honestly, whoever would be lining up against Humphreys is now, you know, a much better start than they were before.
4: That's true. That's about it. Injuries. Kittle, 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 Kittle's the big one.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, we have a, a nice, uh, special election bonus episode today for the people. Appreciate everybody oh, downloading. Yeah. Definitely, uh, uh, tell a friend, you know, tell a friend to vote, tell a friend to uh, take a listen to the GYG crew. But so we're going to go ahead and go into the top performers here in this first segment during the halftime real, hits. Yeah, real
4: quick, Jay. Uh, yeah. Daryl Henderson just came out of an injury report. Uh, Sean McVay said he'll be fine. He should be able to play uh, against Seattle. So he uh, he got oh. knocked out of the game for a little bit, which Cam Akers got some play along with Malcolm Brown. Um, so, yeah, Daryl Henderson should be back. And so crazy.
2: I don't even know if we can consider Sean McVeigh a credible source these days. So. <laughs> yeah. Blue. Well, so then after the we're going to the halftime hits, we're going to do a special vote. Uh, exactly. We'll go through actually our midterms, uh, midterm votes. Uh, and then we'll go into our debates in the second half, finish up with the waiver picks. Did I get that right, guys? You did. You got it. That's good. good. Let's go and go into these top performers and do our first segment on quarterbacks
1: to get your guys top performers
2: quarterbacks quarterbacks we got the big ends we got the same old fellas Pat Mahomes up at the top again followed by Russ Wilson uh, Matt Stafford Aaron Rodgers Philip Rivers making an appearance here uh, in this top 5 uh, the only one kind of outlier in there that's you know Matthew Stafford Philip Rivers kind of make it in there but Uh, We're going to go ahead and chalk that up to playing against uh, each other in that game there. there. So uh, They won't do that every week in the top five. But we see the the next folks coming in, Justin Herbert. Everybody loves Herbert. We consider him a top 10 GYG guy these days moving forward, Uh, followed by Drew Locke, Drew Brees, Joe Burrow, and Cam Newton. Some oddities there. Drew Locke, uh, it looks like, as I list these top 10 guys, just for context for everybody, The 10th-ranked quarterback only had 18 points, so it was kind of a low-scoring week for quarterbacks. Uh, You guys also had some low-scoring quarterbacks for your teams. Everybody – you heard Trey mention it, though, as well. Uh, Lamar Jackson, right, guys? So anybody stand out to you there in that top 10 that you think uh, we need to consider for the future?
0: Uh, I don't think we need to look at Drew Locke, man. He did his best kind of Jameis impression where he dug the hole and then dug himself out of it. So I'm not ready to trust him. They're they're playing Atlanta this week, and he could be a streaming option in some people's eyes, but I would look elsewhere.
2: Uh, Beyond that. The uh, halftime speech he gave in that game.
0: Uh, I saw his pop and lock after the game winning touchdown and I wasn't very impressed.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently he gave a halftime speech during that game and, uh, they all the came out.
4: They say he's the, best. He's, uh, the best.
1: he's the best. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Cause you give him props, man. He looked like the worst quarterback the first three quarters. And, um, he somehow, I don't know if he's just lucky started throwing it up to the right guys or what, but he started letting it loose and he threw it really high to, to Mike Williams a couple of times. And, um, yeah, Keenan Allen and uh, he—I don't know—not um, Mike out. What am I trying yeah, to say? Yeah, not, not Keenan um, either. Over uh, the Albert and uh, Fant. Yeah, the other big guys, Albert and Fant. Um, and uh, he hit—he got lucky with the the big touchdown wide over the middle. He was wide open. It's almost like the Chargers kind of just the defense kind of just fell asleep in the second half with a combination of Drew Lock kind of just letting it rip. He had nothing That's to lose. A consistent team.
0: Consistent theme yeah. for the Chargers. They let people back in it, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't take too much into that performance.
4: Yeah, Mike really Burrow's
0: consistency, though, man. Burrow looks like, uh, you know, regardless of matchup, he's going to be in that top ten most weeks.
3: Perfect. Yep. Let's what go what about uh, what about Nick Mullins there at number twelve, the number one quarterback going on, uh, up against order. Seattle? We've been, been fooled before. Like anyone going up against Seattle can be a number one quarterback, and yeah, the
4: whole fucking game. Dude, he did like it. He play. did it one quarter, I heard. Yeah, he didn't Not play much. No. One and a half, yeah. I think. One and a half yeah. quarters. He finished yeah, in, yeah, quarter. he one well, and a well, half quarters. Well, I it's guess. crazy. But that just tells you how bad Jimmy G was. <laughs> like he shouldn't even be playing. He was that hurt, I heard. He I don't know why they rolled him out there, but uh yeah, he didn't look right. Nick Mullins came in and uh if you had Ayuk, you were very glad to see Nick Mullins come in the game because he actually could move the ball. Um
3: Yay. Yeah, yeah. No,
4: Nick Mullen's going forward. He's interesting. He I think he's a strong. yeah. Yeah, I do too. We'll I
3: do see, too.
4: We'll see K- if they Kittle, have... Kittle being out is going to hurt him.
2: Well, the offensive oh, yeah. line didn't exactly look as healthy as they normally used to look of, of old. So we'll see how that works. How that
4: hey, went. real quick, the only guy that was really outlier besides Locke was Phillip Rivers in there. And keep an eye on him. He's had back-to-back their uh, – uh, what was it? I think this week and last week, yeah, before the bye, he had his two best games in a row. He got you a 22.2 this week and 24.7 uh, his week before. So he's actually been okay the last two weeks, Philip Rivers. Hey, well, one of his favorite guys leads us into our next
2: position segment, Top Running Backs. Running Backs. Yeah, so just as you mentioned, Philip actually tossed a couple of touchdowns over to Mr. Neheim Hines, one of our early Week One episode crushes. Then dumps. Then he comes back again. But let's start off with the number one man. <laughs> you, the number one man, we all know. As Jared says, guy. you got to let Dalvin my cook, guy. and he cooked phenomenally. Fifty point plus game. If you had him, chances man. are you probably won, right? So, uh, Jared has him, correct? Mm-hmm. I won. Yeah. <laughs> and number two, coming in, Giovanni Bernard. Yes, for all those waiver folks who picked him up, Giovanni Bernard came in number two, followed by Alvin Kamara, DJ Dallas. few people started him. If you did, he paid off. Followed by King oh, he Henry did. with 20 points. So all those guys put up 20 points. And then Jared's also Adam in number six, Mr. Zach Moss, who came in with 20 points as well for the week. Uh, congrats to all those guys. Let me focus on those number six there. Top six there, Zach Moss, DJ, DJ Dallas, just for those two guys right there. Jared, I know you liked him, but do you really like him rest of the season, or was it a matchup?
3: Uh, Zach Moss, no, yeah, actually, like going the rest of the season, it was more you could you could just see that uh, his his uh, carries were going up, his uh, plays were going, everything was trending towards the right direction, and you could see that you know he was the better running back in my opinion. And I was just banking on that the coaches saw that as well. And you said, and then you saw it this last week or yesterday that, you know, he finally got over the, uh, the 50%. Uh, he was always, he was like 30 some percent, 40 some percent. And now he, uh, this week he was at a 55%, um, uh, offensive plays as as opposed to uh, Singletary (laughs) was now down in like the 45. So you can just see it heading that way. And I think it's going to keep heading that way going forward.
2: We'll see if it continues. But uh, DJ Dallas, he kind of falls into that mix with the rest of the running backs around the side with Jordan Wilkins uh, coming in at the seven spot, Neheim Hines. We mentioned him, Damian Harris and Josh Jacobs, Josh Jacobs. A lot of people like, we hope he stays in that top 10, but Trey, I'm going to toss it to you for DJ Dallas. The likes of DJ, Jordan, Damian, Neheim. Out of those four, who do you trust that can actually kind of put up something close to this moving forward?
4: Uh, probably Wilkins um, yeah, out probably. of all of those. Yeah. Um, JTT hurt? Yeah. Uh, it kind of slipped out too, man. I, I guess they didn't want to tell people he was hurt, but uh, Philip Rivers kind of mentioned it um, well, in his press They said conference.
3: that they didn't know that he was hurt until after the game.
4: Yeah, um Philip Rivers kind of mentioned it in passing and then he's like, yeah, we had to do that cuz JT was was uh, nicked up and then they hammered uh, Frank Wright on the questions when he entered the podium and they he he had to he had to answer the question because Philip Rivers already opened the the door for it and he's been like, yeah, he has been dealing with it. We got to figure out what it is and, you know, we'll deal with it moving forward. So, I don't know if he's been playing with it all year. If it just happened, I don't know. He hasn't looked the part to me all year from the guy I was touting and saying, he's the number one running back in dynasty. uh, You know, number one pick he should have been uh, Ricky drafts and, you know, over CH and he just hasn't looked right. Um, He he's like bottom 40th um, and elusive elusiveness. So he has not making anyone miss. He doesn't have any breakaway runs. I mean, he doesn't have anything that I saw in Wisconsin. So man, it might be a blessing. This guy's been playing through an injury this whole damn time, and we just never knew about it, and he's a rookie, and he didn't want to bitch and complain. Um, or it, kind of, it might have just happened in the game. So a lot of mystery, a lot of be to be continued. But that being said, I like Wilkins because he looked good. He looked, he ran hard, and this team's going to run the ball. Uh, yeah, he's one of those line. guys who will defense. get penetration. So I want the guy who's going to be getting the carries. And, man, you know, maybe they put Jonathan Taylor in the back seat and uh, let him get healthy. So, yeah, Wilkins is a guy I would definitely splash some cash out on your fab. Um, and he's the guy I'd want just because he's in the, the best offense for the situation. I can't trust the other guys. Uh, DJ Dallas, like, that's a one-off game. You're going to get Hyde yeah. back and or um, uh, Carson. And then, you know, the, I, I can't I can't guess who's going to do what yeah. in New England. It looks like yeah. Harris is going to slowly take over. But this was just a one game. You know, I know he's done it two games now. Um, but if he doesn't break off a big run – that's the common theme Then he only gets you like right, right, right around 50, 60 yards. So right. uh, both games, you got over a hundred yard. He ripped off a you know, a nice little 40, 50 yard run. And I, I just, you know, he doesn't look like he's going to oh, get enough. Hold line.
3: up, hold up, hold up. The two games that he got over a hundred yards, he had like both 16 and 17 carries. The other two games where he got under 50 yards, he had six to 10 carries. So he had six uh, he's, carries
4: for nineteen for three point two a carry against Denver, mm-hmm. and he had ten carries for fifty-eight against San Fran. Well, you know. Well,
2: so. And let me jump in here, try to break this tie up here and bring in a you know, special special election vote here because I know where Jared stands. He loves Damien right now. He's a big I, pro. Troy already is. mentioned what he <laughs> that he doesn't like him. P Man yeah, tell the people, P can they trust Damien in their starting lineup moving forward?
0: I want to, and I'm going to this week. Uh, They're playing the Jets. So So reluctantly. Yes, yes. But I I, I want to believe that they see that for what they need in that offense, they're not able Mm -hmm. to really use James White the way that James White's been used in the past. And so he might be kind of phased out, I believe. And Cam Newton at this phase in his career, if he's going to be mainly a running threat, they're gonna need that that running threat to go with those read options. And I think Damian Harris has that experience running that system with Alabama with a guy like Jalen Hurts and Tua. And so I think that he could be the guy that, you know, he's averaging five six a carry. Oh my god, he's what really, really doing? showing out this year so far. You know what I'm Frank saying? Like two hundred and seventy-nine yards, five six a carry. Like I think if they give him a chance, he should be able to really thrive. But the Bellatrix, you know, we've all been hurt before, so it's uh, it's, it's time for who do you trust? Hubba Hubba Hubba. Money, money, money. Who do you trust? Thirty percent snaps this week. That's that's yeah. The- yeah,
3: that, was, that was a little low. Well, Birkhead it sounds like, get the- like what, forty to fifty percent? I I don't understand that shit. That yeah, needs to come down.
0: It happens when they're losing. When they're not when they're losing the game, they have to put in either White or Burkhead, which kind of sucks in my opinion. So it sounds like you're making
3: the. They won't be losing against the Jets. Exactly. Like so makes, yeah. you know, the Jets are the run. So Sony's yeah. yeah. coming
4: off IR. That was the last point I was trying to get to. Uh, Damien's done all this with Sony not playing the last four games. When Sony did play last, he got nine carries for 117 yards. So that's um, 117, 10 less carries than um damien did to get over 100 so i'm pretty sure when sony comes back that little 33 percent snap care snap percentage you saw is going to even go down even further so that's the word i have is sony's gonna mess all this up and uh if he's healthy they're gonna play him over damien i just believe that here's Um, what i heard jared likes him trey does not and he made the case hoping that he
2: does well that's about yeah, it right you know. there. For, That's yeah. your Let's move on to the top. Coverage, yeah. yeah, I mean, good luck to you folks out there with Harris. <laughs> Let's yeah. go to the top wide receivers.
4: wide receivers. Hey,
2: look, these top wide receivers, these ballers balled out, right? DK Metcalf, everybody saw what he did against my beloved Niners. Just disgusting. After that, he put up 37 points. 37 big ones. Hey, Devontae Adams. Happened? Oh, it was, we don't want to go into that. Devontae Adams put up 26. He followed him number two. Corey Davis, special appearance. Number three man, put up 25 points. Great game for him. Uh, sort of an outlier here, but the rest of these guys, normally you see them in here. Robert Woods, 24 points. Tyree Kill, Julio Jones, 20 points. Cooper Cup, right at 20 points. Curtis Samuel, sort of an outlier coming in there, though. Uh, Mr. Ayuk. And Mr. Hardman, always a hard man to put in your starting lineup. I doubt many people actually put him in their starting lineup. But, guys, we know the the familiar names that are in there. The not-so-familiar names we have in there are Mr. Corey Davis, Brandon Ayuk, Curtis Samuel, Miko Hardman, P-Man. Tell me, those four, you're probably going to go with Ayuk out of those four moving forward, would you not?
0: Yes. So even with the backup quarterback, he's going to dominate the targets and he's got uh, the most upside of any of their uh, options at all at this point receiving, uh, running, tight end. It's its going to be, it should be the Ayuk show. You know, if I was, I, to, I would try and get him anywhere from uh, eight to 10 touches, running, receiving, however you can do it. So uh, that's with Davis. The guy. I, I tried to trade for him and I couldn't get him this last week.
2: Did Davis prove himself to be a solid wide receiver three at least moving forward?
0: I believe so. Like, yeah. uh, I'm looking at his game log, and then the uh, he had his little bout with COVID, so he missed a couple weeks. But yeah. he has gotten uh, at least a touchdown or 100 yards in almost every game this year, I think, besides one, a touchdown or 100 yards in every game besides one. Yes, exactly. That's pretty consistent, if you ask me. Uh, right now, he's the number 34 in standard and 34 in PPR. But let me see if I can check in uh, my, my trusty uh, – Leader, yeah, trusty here. little chart or what? Exactly. Trusty chart like yeah, Jared's. Uh, it's just a whoa, season. Oh, you got my chart, dog? We got We got a, we got a copyrighted. Here, uh, <laughs> I think I think Corey Davis is a lot higher than a lot of people would give him credit for. And uh, see, AJ Brown's at number nine and Corey Davis is number 14 at 15.1 points per game, and that's half points. So that's, oh,
3: that's,
0: shit. Yeah, yeah, we're at a full point in that. But, yeah, still right there. We're only separated by a handful of spots, and nobody thought that coming into the year. So this is a this is a top five guy in the draft, you know. He was a very high draft capital. So uh, Devontae Parker took five years to break out. This is Corey Davis' fourth, so we'll see.
2: He's well, definitely a late, late bloomer, yeah. you
0: know. Maybe maybe a maybe wide receiver three, just like you said, Jay.
2: Well, I know the, uh, the, uh, last week we touched on the next five just because they actually put up more points in that lower uh, last running backs that we mentioned. So the next five run, uh, wide receivers we'll give honorable mentions to. The Mr. Mike Williams makes an appearance. Alan Robinson, typical guy up there. Marvin Jones, a little odd. Uh, Keenan Allen, and then Mr. Travis Fulham, the latest darling of fantasy football leagues. We'll give Tyler Boyd some love since he's right there next to Fulham. But Trey, Mr. Fulham showed out again for you. Is this somebody who's a solid wide receiver two with wide receiver one upside? I can feel it. Let's get in on
4: it. Yeah, I think he's already there, man. I think he's there. He's already a receiver two with receiver one upside, like you said. Um, You know, Rager and these other guys are just going to take attention away. He was the only guy there in town, and you're still getting it done. Now you get Rager back. You get Goddard back. Rager and Goddard didn't get peppered with targets, but they do have to pay attention to them. And now Fulham, he could have had two touchdowns. So he, uh, he fell down on the one Rager got in from the one. So Fullham, uh kind of got snaked on that one. If he just would have got in on that fucking last catch, it would have really helped me out. I own him in pretty much as many leagues as I could get him in. Um, I'm all in on him. He was my waiver pickup, my GYG guy. And I'm, I think he's the real deal, man. I mean, I don't understand how the Lions cut him. Like, I don't understand how this guy got floated around in the league. He should have been with the team who drafted him. I think
2: that is ridiculous. It's
4: Detroit, Mm. Detroit, bro. So their loss is uh, Philly's gain. And it looks like they found that weapon they've been needing to find. And hopefully Rager came good. Then they got both their guys.
2: All right, all right. Well, let's go into our – let's finish up with our tight ends real quick. Uh, I know we always got our 6 through 15 tight ends kind of making an appearance here or there. But uh, number one, of course, Mr. Travis Kelsey, number one tight end. Seems to be week in and week out, 24 points. uh, May as well be wide receiver one. Uh, Followed up by Mr. Jared Cook, a full 10 points behind Kelsey, number two man. Uh, Jared Cook at 13 points, followed by Ebron Tunyon, Funyons, and TJ Hawkinson at the five spot. Let me toss this one to Jared. These uh, tight ends right here, Cook, I mean, is there anything here to take from this, or is this just going to be wash them up in a bag here with these boys? Or you think you're better than
0: me?
3: I think the latter. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. we at Ebron schedule, it's nothing but green, green tight end matchups going ahead. So I, I see what you see. But, um, yeah, yeah. Jared Green Ocas, New Deal. Yeah, I mean he got a good touchdown. It's I think Fant, I mean Fant's getting all sorts of targets. I think Yeah, he, he's at the he ninth spot state. for this week. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah. Let me finish I let me finish up that. I love Tony.
2: Let me tell the people the six or 10, but fans in that the Doyle, the Burton, both from the Colts, both making top 10. Mr. Dalton Schultz, Noah Fant, like you said, and Ross Dwelly, because Kittle got injured, Dwelly in. So, Noah Fant, though, Jared, you like him still remaining in that top 10 over all mm-hmm. those guys I
3: mentioned, right? And I like Trey Burton going forward. Like, I mean, ever since he's come back, it, he's been pretty consistent. Even with Doyle. You made the yeah. best Batman,
1: too. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, those first two Batmans, the 89, and then Batman Returns. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> okay.
3: Uh, okay. It, it, I mean, uh, I, I see what you're saying. I thought I thought the same thing with Doyle coming back, but I mean, um, right just seems to want really want to get him involved, especially around the goal line. So we'll see.
4: All right, boys. This yard of space is called No Man's Land. I think Jared Cook's a must start in, until Michael Thomas plays. Uh, they don't have pass catching options, and Kamara's pretty much. I heard the twelfth overall receiver. If you took his numbers, he'd be receiver number twelfth overall. So they got no one there, man. De, De- uh, Deontay Harris isn't ready. Uh, traycon Smith's just okay. Uh, so if if Michael Thomas is out, man, Jared Cook, smash that button, play him. Um, I agree.
0: I I agree. Okay. Uh, GYG agree. okay. Yeah, and and I, I heard that Drew Brees didn't target a wide receiver until eight minutes left in the second quarter. So yeah, it's yep. all tomorrow and a lot of Cook. So
4: yep, good call. And then uh, T.J. Hawkinson is the one that's the safest tight end. If you can't get you know the top two or three, he he's been the guy that's constantly just getting. It's like his numbers are crazy. Don't pull him up, especially with
2: Galladay out. Yeah. Again, so now
4: yeah. out, but he's been getting 14, 8, 7, 9.9, 8.7, 14.4, 10. I mean, you're not getting the one, two, threes that some of these other tight ends are getting. So, his bottom of the barrel is 7.3, and his top is 14.4. And he's a uh, tight end number, I think, four overall. So, yeah, he seems to
2: have about an eight point floor, floor which is great.
4: Really nice when you're doing tight ends because we all have tight ends that give you those goose eggs, you know, zero, one, yeah, two, that's a good call. Correct
3: the right. window. All right, let's do half Let's get to these half timers. Let's do it. Half time is. Half time is. You It's tonight. Everybody's nervous. Half time is. We're gonna try to take your mind off of it for a little while. If I can't find the damn
1: All right, guys, we're going to vote on some midterm results. Midterm results here. I got a couple of things here. Let me get them going. going. Special election night coverage. These are going to be midterm results, fantasy results, and uh, different GYG categories. Guys, I'll give you the first one, and I think we made the we made the. Uh, so, so uh, let me go ahead and explain. But this is the. get I just want to say I'm
2: very happy to be here right now for this. Oh, book, yeah. So keep going.
1: Yeah, showing that you got. You know, you're using your voice. Gots to. All right, so let me get this music down here a little bit. All right, so um, we have some categories here, some midterm results or otherwise, you know, some mid-season results, if you will. Uh, I'm going to give you a category uh, and then uh, three nominees, and I want you guys to just vote on them, explain why you're voting on them, you know, if you want to debate, you know, however you want to hash it out in the Thunderdome uh, in this political jam session. So uh, let me give you your first category. It is uh, the why did I draft this guy category. So these are guys that you are maybe regretting drafting, uh, we got Lamar Jackson. No Action Jackson for for that this year. Um, we have uh, Devin Singletary or DJ Shark. Let me first go to uh, El Presidente, Jason Dominguez. Uh, which one of, out of these guys? Or if you have another nominee, a write-in nominee, uh, please let me know as well. So Lamar Singletary Shark for a regrettable draft pick.
2: Yeah, uh, I think I'm going to have to lean with... Man, that's a tough one. Uh, I was going to say Chark, but at least Chark, when he's out, you know he's out, so you bench him, but Lamar's been healthy every game, so I, I'm going to go Lamar. I'm going to go Lamar uh, because you paid so much for him, right? So, yeah.
1: All right, a vote for Lamar. Rugal, how do you vote? I'm
0: going to uh, second uh, our, our fearless leader, Jay. Man, it's all about draft costs and investment, yes. you know? And at uh, the QB position to take that guy, uh, Lamar, and second, some, some third, we definitely didn't last past the third in a lot of drafts. So uh, I think at, at that position, you know, with guys right behind him, like Murray, like Wilson, like Mahomes, all uh, all having, you know, career seasons, it's uh, it's got to be tough for Lamar owners.
1: Trey Gross, how are you voting in this primary here?
0: Yeah, well, I'm the guy who did take
4: Lamar, so I feel this. <laughs> most Ouch. um yeah um I didn't take him in redraft though so it's different for me but uh I definitely took him in a startup dynasty league in around three uh single quarterback which is way too early so I'm gonna I'm gonna say Lamar man uh, you can't I don't think you can say shark we found out Minshew has a broken mm-hmm. thumb and torn ligaments in his thumb so and it happened in Houston. And that's when right after Houston is when Minshew and Shark started playing really bad the last three games. So I'm going to yeah. chalk that Shark up to bad Minshew thumb. Um, Singletary, he kind of thought we, he is what we thought he was. You know, nothing special. I don't think people overdrafted him. But Lamar, I'm trying to find you another guy, a in nominee, that I could actually throw in here um, mm-hmm. just so we have a curveball. But, uh, yeah, for right now, Lamar's my guy until I got it right in. I'm going to find you one real quick.
1: It might be a landslide. The gentleman from Massachusetts, Jared, short.
3: Um, I, I mean, you have to kind of vote Lamar, but I didn't get due. I did actually draft the other two players in two other ah. leagues. But well, but with Singletary, I drafted Moss knowing that, you know, that that probably wasn't going to happen. So, you know, I had right. to my bet there. And Chark was like my third receiver, but, you know. So, not, yeah. much,
2: not much draft capital with Chark.
3: No, 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 not much. So, yeah, I'll go a little more, even though I didn't get that. I got,
4: I got a write-in.
3: All right. Write-in at the wanna last minute.
4: Ezekle, I want to write in Ezekiel Elliott.
1: Ooh. Ooh, okay.
4: Because he wasn't, even before Dak went down, he wasn't, in my eyes, looking the same guy as a, the, the number two running back drafted, the number three running back drafted. He was right there running back two or three, and I didn't see it even before Dak went down. I can be down with that. You know what I'm saying, though? Yeah.
1: Are you, you squatting? Like
4: Pollard was getting 40% of the snaps before Dak even got hurt. So there was mm-hmm. there, the coaching staff definitely felt the pressure of getting a little more explosive in the backfield and put Pollard back there. But uh, I'll yeah. tell you, I'd, right. rather
0: have, uh, I'd rather have Jackson than Zeke going forward. So I don't know how that sways the vote. But yeah, I I feel worse about Zeke if, uh, the rest of the season.
1: A candidate has come in and and swayed our delegates here.
0: (laughs) Well, I was trying.
4: I wasn't trying to hammer Zeke. I was trying to find a guy that was drafted really high, like Lamar. Mm -hmm. There's not many out there because you can't get CMC. He got injured. Saquon got injured. I'm not going to use injuries Mm against you.
0: It's Um, it's all about investment, you know. And I'm I'm actually going to stick with Lamar because I feel like Zeke. You can't hold this really that much against him because of the uh, the Dak injury. So. My vote oh, sticks with Lamar. I was, I mean, I was know, he, for a second, still, but I'm, I'm sticking with Lamar.
3: Yeah, Not he's sure. still number four for the season. Um, but you just see that keep going down and down. That's the problem. Yeah. Um, well, the so. other guy
0: would
4: be – the other right would be – the only other guy we can move on from this would be Kenyon Drake. He was drafted on our consensus board. I have it up. He was right at 8.5 on our consensus board.
3: Right. And,
4: you know, let's just mm-hmm. – pro- I know he got the big the big touchdown run, but if he didn't get that touchdown run, oh, my God, guys, he would be running back 28, 29, 30. Instead, Ooh. he's like running back 23 probably. So, I'm so Drake would be the other one I would have in there. All right,
2: You got more players in this halftime thing here? Yes, sir. So here
1: is the next category. It is uh, the cabinet of waiver wire savior. So we are going to elect a waiver wire savior, Mike Davis of the Carolina Panthers, James Robinson of the Jaguars and Justin Herbert. We love the consistency; they keep it, that's why we kept on coming back. Uh, uh, the commander, Jason.
2: How you see James Robinson. James Robinson, only because running backs are so hard to get, and that guy was dirt cheap, free for whoever grabbed him, and he doesn't look like he's losing his job anytime soon. Whatever about quarterback?
1: Very sensible vote there. How about Mr. Jared Short, the
3: gentleman from Massachusetts? Yeah, uh Robinson. I don't even think it's close. And I'm oh, so mad right. about myself I'm not grabbing him. Like I was doing the whole fucking uh Jaguars We're all mad. running back <laughs> dance <laughs> yes. all summer and i seemed like you know, Armstead or whatever his name was, I'm gonna do this. And then no, I'm, like, I'm like Robinson Yeah, and then I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm done. I'm done. Whoever wants Robinson can go fucking get him, and <laughs> right, and you got him, <laughs> you got so, him, Robinson. Yeah, he's badass.
1: Mister Price Gross.
0: Yeah, I'm. A, I'm a guy who picked up Robinson in two leagues. I was able to flip him for CMC in one, and I'm sticking with him in the other. Wow. He's the number five running back. You know, free top five running back, uh, sustainability, game skip proof. Uh, it's you know, it's Houston this week. You just got to lean on him. That's that's the story.
1: A landslide it's looking like for James Robinson. Do you agree, Trey Gross?
4: Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna just vote. Yeah, I kinda agree, but I wanna be I wanna be different here. And, and I feel like it's not a stretch. Um, because when you're when you're streaming quarterbacks, it sucks. You you have to waste a bench position every time, you have to constantly get one, you have to waste fab. You have to it's it's just a game you always have to play and you have to keep turning a bench spot. I mean, I I wouldn't I mean Herbert He's sneaky, man. And James Robinson has kind of come back down to earth uh, lately. And uh, Herbert seems like he's still going up. So I could see Herbert actually, you know, when the dust settles. Uh, and we're, this is all about going forward from this point on. We're not talking about what happened. Um, and so, um, yeah, I, I could see Herbert, man, being being that guy. You you definitely said, I'm, I'm happy I spent the fab on him and yes. just locked down a top five quarterback and don't have to worry about it. <laughs>
1: I'm not not crying. I like James
4: Robinson, but he's just on a shitty team, dude, and not going to be down in the goal line very often. And so you got to hope for a bunch of catches, you know? And I like him, though. I'm not, I I own him in a league, but I'm just saying I think Herbert's almost foolproof at this point Uh, running, throwing any kind of game script. Uh, He's playing Tampa Bay good, great D. He played Denver at Denver, He played well there. So it's, it's almost like he's game script proofed against good D's, too. So. Alrighty. That's my
0: line. That's my line. <laughs> Thief.
4: That's copyright.
1: We have all personal copyrighted stuff. It's getting nasty around here. Um, no, uh, so the waiver wire savior. Uh, so the votes go to Mr. James Robinson wins that one. Uh, stud of studs. Oh, I got some, oh, yeah, I'll drop some audience, uh, some applause here. Uh, stud of studs. Uh, we have Mr. Dalvin Cook, Kamara, DK Metcalf or Travis Kelsey. So a little bit from each. Let's start with Trey Gross here. Uh, out of those four candidates right there, who do you like?
4: Man, I'm going to... one's close, dude.
1: To cast your ballot for...
4: Yeah, I, it's hard to say, not say Dalvin Cook. Uh fact yes. going the most important position. You know, that's kind of why I said I probably would pick James Robinson in a vacuum, but I wanted to be a little different with the Herbert pick, but... It's just the running backs are so key. I, I like DK Metcalf. He should be the slam dunk on this one. But Dalvin Cook, dude, I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's what you just saw. stays fresh in your mind. I know Dalvin went off. Um, I know DK went off. But, I mean, it, it seemed like no one on Green Bay could even uh, tackle him with the flag. Like, he, he, you know, he if he had a flag, you couldn't even grab it from him. You know, like this dude, dude could even it. touched. It You're great. definitely
1: not snatching his chain, let alone He's a flag. He's not
4: snatching his chain, dude. But, he, yeah, it was like they couldn't even touch his jersey. I mean, he was out there on – on uh, grass and everyone else was on ice. It's crazy. They're slipping a slide and um Green Bay. Wow. I didn't think they could do that. Through the air, through the ground. Dalvin Cook, he's uh he's gonna be my guy so far. It's crazy.
1: Price grows.
0: Um and I'm gonna be a little bit of the echo chamber. Just uh pile on a couple more stats. Uh just to emphasize, you know, I love my boy Alvin Kamar. I'm a big Saints fan, but Cook's at 27 points per game, and Kamara's at 24, you know, that speaks mm-hmm. for himself, you know, even CMC, when he had his first two games, he was at 24.9, so, yeah, Cook's his passes by, past the injury, you know, it's all, uh, all green matchups ahead, just like y'all talked about Ebron's matchups, check out Cook, man, it's Detroit, Chicago, Dallas, Carolina, Jacksonville, the next five, six games, it's just ridiculous, and he scored 11 touchdowns in six games played so far. It's, it's just, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, Kamara has Mike T coming back, maybe, hopefully, you know, you know, fingers crossed Michael Thomas might play football this year. So uh, right. with Michael Thomas and Sanders coming back, Kamara's value is bound to take a hit there, and there's nothing keeping Cook from uh, maybe scoring a touchdown in every game. I wonder if that could be a record he could break. I guess he missed a game, but every game played, I'm betting he might score a touchdown in.
1: The gentleman from Texas, Jason Dominguez, how do you see this one? We have two Uh, already for uh, Dalvin.
2: Yeah, no, Dalvin is definitely a stud of stud uh, for sure. And he plays a position among a bunch of studs at that position. But uh, I'm going to go with Mr. DK Metcalf because he actually looks like a stud Mm. of studs when he stands next to all the other wide receivers. Uh, Here's what I'm looking at with him take away the one dud game just the one dud game he's averaging then probably about 21 points a game if you knew going into the draft that this guy was going to be averaging about 21 points a game and he might give you one dud game out of you know seven you would have drafted him top five wide receiver maybe even a top first round pick for sure so um he's definitely a stud he's proving it he's showing it Uh, he looks the part he just manhandled my Niners like they're just like little children yesterday.
3: So Oh yeah. Good god. Yeah. DK it does crazy.
1: Jared Short, the gentleman from Massachusetts, how do you vote in this matter?
3: Yeah, I'm going to go on uh, DK too, and that's mainly because of ah, the value. Good vote. It's um, you know, you you had to get Dalvin Cook in the first round, and so when you get DK, and you know, in the fourth round or whatever you got him in, you know, you're getting first-round talent. You know for a lot yes. more value, so I'm gonna go that. And uh, you know, if Russell's an interception, it's not gonna get returned, so you got good defense there, too.
2: Yeah, tackle <laughs> points, no
3: Those are one point, golly, just a beast,
1: DK Metcalf. So, a split there, split decision. Uh, I'll come in and uh, I'll sway it to, to DK, man. I, I think y'all are right. I like the value argument, I was leaning, uh, Dalvin. But uh, I'll go ahead and split that one for uh, I'll sway the vote for for DK because he's just been so beasty and the highlights are fun also. Uh, most dilly, frustrating dilly. yes most frustrating backfield is our next issue and uh, let, let me give you the nominees for this one. It is the Rams, the Patriots, the Ravens or a fourth candidate the Lions. Let me start. With Mr. Jason Dominguez, we'll go back around, or I guess Jared would be going back and around. Actually, let's start with you, Jared.
3: Out of those oh, four so backfields. Because this is so hard, there. No. We stuff.
1: can start with J- with Jared if you're. Uh, I mean, with Jason if you're. If the gentleman from um, Massachusetts wants yeah, 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 more time Yeah.
2: Cool. Okay, so you
1: you yield your time. You will yield yeah, your I time to.
2: All I right. Take the gentleman's time from Massachusetts. Yes. I will go ahead and put my uh, vote, cast my vote here on the Los Angeles Rams backfield. Not because of personal experience, but because of everybody else's experience I get to hear about. It. It's been one <laughs> of the most comical things this whole season, though. So, yes, that's where my vote goes. Yield my great. time back. That
1: is, I mean, that is a great uh, reason why, they, you know, it's convincing there. Uh, Mr. Uh, Price Gross, how about how about you for these? I uh, once
0: again, I'm uh, Mr. Agreement. I'm going to go with the Rams. I've, uh, party line. W- I've felt this pain firsthand. I drafted Cam Akers in a league, which is now dropped. I uh, had Daryl Henderson in a league, and I dropped him in my dynasty league before the breakout. And I've also dropped and picked up Malcolm Brown be- more times than I can count. So uh, I, I can't seem to <laughs> get Le-down it right. I, I should just, you know, wipe my hands, shark tank, I'm out the entire situation. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a glutton for punishment, and I keep coming back for more. I saw what Gurley – that's the thing about it is there is value there. You know, we've seen Henderson's games – even Mr. Slowdown Brown has put up yep. a couple decent fantasy games, so there's value there. But the uh, McVeigh is Mr. Shenanigans Part Two, so I'm uh, it's it's frustrating as hell. I'll just say that.
1: Yes. On the issue of most frustrating backfields, Trey Gross. How do you um, how do you vote?
4: Yeah, I'm gonna go Ravens, and the reason Ooh. why is because all of them, all of them. I don't know who the best running back is, except for maybe the lions was swift and i just don't want a part of the lions backfield in general because it's the lions and they haven't no running backs been decent since barry sanders there i know reggie bush was okay one year but i'm gonna go ravens because it's so frustrating because i know and we all know dobbins is the man there, clearly better than ingram and a hedge better than edwards and it's just frustrating knowing that this guy finally got 16 carries and he gets over 120 yards and just like wow that was easy can you do that again you know and Gus does that on twice as many carries so um it's so frustrating because you see what could happen if they just let it happen and uh, I'm right there with Swift as well but I had to pick one and so I'm gonna go Ravens on this one just because it's frustrating man if if they just let the rookie go man he's ready to take over unlike Jonathan Taylor who's not ready so yeah I'm ready for it let's go let Dobbins eat
1: Yeah, that might be you know that might be coming up. That might that great that game script might might change. Hold on, there's money coming to Rugel's pocket right there. All right, so uh, most frustrating backfields, uh, Jared. We're going to come back to you, the
3: gentleman from Massachusetts. And I think I'm going to go with the team in Massachusetts. Oh, he's going Patriots. Yeah, like think about so like Henderson and Acres, they're both about the same to me. Like they're both good. Um, so. You know, what are you going to do there? No, kind of you're same you're thing really with good. the Ravens. No, you're um, are very with good. Dobbins and Edwards. Like, fuck Ingram. But, like, they kind of both look the same to me. And like Trey said, I want nothing to do with the Lions. Yep. So, um, yeah, like, in my opinion, Harris is the best runner. Fuck Sony. Um, and Burkhead it needs to get out of there and then. You know, you can still use wide in some situations. In my opinion, the Patriots just need to run, run, and run with Harris and Cam, and that kind of needs to be their game plan. And I think it's right in front of their face. Just fucking do it. I'd but
0: like I'll I'll check to check second the yeah. fuck Sony mo- movement. If we can get a okay. second or a yeah, third on a fuck Sony seconding. movement, that would be. Okay.
3: <laughs>
1: you do have the floor. All right. And he has uh, issued that fuck Sony, fuck Sony. Okay.
2: I'd like uh, to we'll strike go- that fuck from the record. Thank you. Oh, he wanted to. Stri-
1: okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll ask the speaker. The speaker has strucken stricken uh, that comment from the record, and the stenographer will take that off of the record. Fab failures is our last category, guys. Uh, I'm going to get three candidates, and uh, feel free to, to put in a write-in if you can think of another write-in candidate on this one. So these are the fab failures. You win out. You spent the money, and uh, they have not done all that well for you this issue is affecting a lot of people here in america so uh this vote is very important we're gonna go naheem Sox heinz Devonte freeman and carlos hyde are your three candidates uh let's start with mr trey gross on this one uh or do you have a write-in candidate on this issue
4: Man, I was trying to find a good write in. I just, it's hard to go back and go through the fab and yeah. find one. But, but I know Naheem Himes is really easy because we all blew 60 to 80%. Well, not all of us, but a couple of us did. I yes. i tried to be, I think, 68. Rubel got him for 88. So I, I didn't get a better for write I've,
0: I've got a write in close to Jared's heart, Mr. Andy Dalton. Oh.
4: Yeah, oh, yeah, that, that was that's that's more
2: super flex. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that was redraft though.
0: Well, I, yeah. I spent 30 bucks on him in a redraft because oh, I had this
3: this
1: issue hits yeah. home then.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah.
1: Yes. Tell us more, buddy. Yeah. It's a hot okay. button issue.
0: Oh, there's 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 regrets galore, you know. Like uh there's uh Naheem Hines is probably the guy I would still vote for because uh he really, really, you know, cost me. I'd say, you know, my losing streak uh, was a big portion of, you know, losing my fab and also having him not perform. Uh, Dalton, I saw Dalton on my bench. He looked like shit. I never even put him in. So he, he didn't really cost me. So I'm, my, my vote's on Heinz.
1: All righty. Trey, did you, you win Heinz also, right? Yeah, I want
4: Heinz. The, the only caveat to Heinz is like, wh- look what he did this last game. And if he, he does know, yeah. going forward, then he's not a bad it's vibe. Right. But did you, did you hold on to it? Rabbit, did you cut him already? Yeah, yeah that's the yes. only question. It just depends yes. if you The, one
0: the no. answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> the answer uh, is yes. Well, Dynasty, hopefully did not it.
4: Because it's Dynasty, but you never know. Maybe did.
0: Hey, man. Spots are precious.
1: Jason Dominguez, the floor is yours on this issue.
2: Uh, I, I didn't pay a lot for any of those people. Uh, so I'm just going to go from what I saw, what I observed again, I observed a lot of spending on knee And so yes. I'll put my vote there. An issue
1: that affected a lot of people here. All right. Even though Jared,
2: I Short- picked him up for $0 just last oh. week. So.
3: Well, I guess I'm going to go with Hyde because I guess what you're referring to is like, what, two weeks ago, when everyone put in some money on him And he didn't even He didn't even like play right He didn't start And Carson came right there. back in Yep, that,
0: that happened this week and that happened about a month ago I want to say whenever it looked like Carson Wouldn't play and then Carson ended up playing Whenever everyone had picked up Hyde so You've, Hyde's right, That was last away. week
1: right Yeah that was last week You've been well, okie doked a couple of times by this yeah, game
0: Yes yes
1: Oh just talking. He's from Ohio State <laughs> the tipping and this issue guys thank you for voting on these important issues go out and vote if you haven't already I know a lot of people in Texas have uh, but a very uh, important day today and tonight and calm everybody calm down right mm-hmm. calm Usa. take it easy alright we're gonna go to a segment that Trey has and are heated to debates on some other issues here
4: uh, time to
1: The twenty twenty GYG debates brought to you by Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. We sell weapons
2: (laughs) and And riders.
1: Lots of other things.
4: I'm good on it, Mike.
1: (laughs) Mr. Trey gross. The floor is
4: yours. All right. So these guys we're going to be debating over. I'm going to lay them out out there and you're going to pick who you'd rather have rest of season. So we're not talking about what they've done the first seven, eight weeks. We're talking about what they're about to do from this point on. So who would you rather have on your team from this point on? So the first, try to kind of get creative here um these are really close in my eyes and so the first um debate is going to be two great candidates they actually are were considered handcuffs at the beginning of the year with explosive upside um explosive both of them in great offenses and they just needed their time to shine and we have dobbins on the left and Edmonds on the right uh And it doesn't matter. You can switch swap those. Edmonds can be on the left. Dobbins on the right. But I'm just throwing a guy on the left, a guy on the right. So (laughs) Dobbins on the left. Edmonds on the right. You had to pick one rest of year. Um, Both of these are being impacted with, you know, Ingram coming back and Drake coming back. So are they going to be able to sustain and hold on to it if they flash hard enough? Are they going to fight it out and do 50-50 battles when the the lead guy comes back? Um, My opinion on both of these is that they're both – have enough high upside where they can actually win the job outright. And so they might not win it outright this week, but hopefully one of them or two of them win outright when the playoffs hit. And that's what wins the bacon. You know, these are, these are season, these are game um, league winners right here. If one of them hits, they can actually win you a league because they have that high of upside. So who are you going guys? I'm going to start with Pat, Pat, would you rather have Dobbins or Edmonds moving forward rest of year?
1: Yeah, with the aforementioned uh, issue that we had, that uh, frustrating backfield issue, I'm going to go chase Edmonds here uh, because you don't have a, as much of an issue in the backfield. Uh, I think you have a clear uh, couple of weeks of start. I know Kendra, uh, Kenyon Drake is going to come back eventually, but I'm going to go uh, chase Edmonds here just uh, because of what we've talked about from that Ravens backfield.
4: Beautiful. Rugal, you picking Dobbins on your left or Edmonds on the right?
0: <clears throat> well, let me uh I'm liking Edmonds matchups. Rest of season looks like at this point they're both pass or by. Yeah, I'm gonna go Edmonds. I think he's got a little bit more sustainability. I think both of the starters are gonna come back, which is gonna cloud the situation. Uh I'd say Edmonds has just as good, if not better, of a chance, uh taking that lead role. And I like his schedule going forward with teams like Miami, Buffalo, the Giants, Carolina, or no, it's the Rams. But uh, Seahawks, yeah, I think uh, his his receiving chops as well uh, put him over the top for me.
4: Over the top, yeah. Jay, you live in, I mean, I know you got Dobbins in one league. You won't trade him to me. You've been you've been real hard <laughs> to talk to about trading him, and uh, and I offered you a couple of trade offers before Sunday because I called it Dobbins breakout game, and I tried to go get him, and you wouldn't you wouldn't sell him to me. So, what are you thinking? Dobbins on the left or Edmonds on the right?
2: Leading the witness. Oh, yeah.
4: I'm taking Dobbins and I'm taking
2: Dobbins specifically for the final four to five weeks of the fantasy football season. That includes the playoffs all the way to the championship. So that's
4: why. I like it. Thinking ahead. All right, Jared, last one. Dobbins on the left, Edmonds on the right. Um, Who you I'm going to go
3: Edmonds and, and that's just based on numbers. You got three running backs in Baltimore that – we're going to get touches, and you got two in Arizona.
0: Yeah, so. I agree. Clear path to fantasy points. Yeah.
3: I'm going to pick Dobbins. Even though, though I, like I like Dobbins better as a player. Yeah, yeah.
0: See, oh, that's yeah, that's yeah. Long, long-term long Dobbins dynasty, huge value.
4: Yeah, I'm just thinking, though, guys, that Dobbins looks so much better. Um this last game um, that they actually might give him more chances moving forward. I don't know who gets casted out if it's Ingram or, or Edwards, but I think no matter what, he needs to get 12 to 14 carries a game, no matter what. You would think I think it would probably, probably
2: be Ingram, right?
4: Ingram is going to be yeah. out another week or so. And yeah, that's, that's going to give Gus kind of got banged up a little too during the game. I mean, so just they're going to get banged up. Yeah. So I'm, I'm leaning Dobbins here, uh, just because it's the running offense. You want the you want the running back that basically can do the RPO with Lamar. Um, I, I I get Kyler Murray is just as good at running, but it's it's almost like they they got this whole mindset of just run 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 no matter what, and they're not going to throw at all. And so I won the piece of that offense, and it looks like there was holes to be had with Lamar threatening to keep it or let Dobbins keep it with the RPO. So. He just looks like he shot out of a cannon there versus Gus Edwards. And you just hope he uh, continues to keep getting more carries moving forward. So we'll go on to the next one. We have David Montgomery on the left and David Johnson on the right. David versus David. This one's close, guys. All these are close. These are literally coin flips for me. So I could literally be on either side, but I'm definitely going to pick one like you guys. So we got David Montgomery on the left, David Johnson on the right. I'm going to start with Pat. Pat. We're gonna start with you again. You going, David Montgomery
1: or David Johnson? Man, thank you, Senator. Um, yes, uh, I think I'm gonna go hmm, David Johnson on this one because uh, of the upside uh, there in the offense. Montgomery has just not l- really looked. I'm sorry, Jared, hasn't really looked all that great to me in these last couple of games. Uh, issues with the with the breakaway speed there, so I'm gonna go uh, with uh, Mr. David Johnson. Even though he screwed me one year in fantasy and I'll never forget it.
4: <laughs> yeah, he did. He's got you good. Uh I could see that. You know, a little high more high powered offense, a little better quarterback. So um a little more goal line opportunity made with David Johnson. You already got the bye week done with him too. So I could see that. All right. Rugal, you going David Montgomery on the left or David Johnson on the right? Call me now for
0: your free reading. Mm, I'm thinking I'm going with David Johnson as well. Uh, yeah, that bye, like you said, would be a big thing for me. But the next two matchups, I expect Johnson to eat uh, with uh, Jacksonville and Cleveland. Those are yeah. both uh, high level matchups. Uh, so give me some Johnson. Although this is you know neck and neck, like you could you could flip a coin and be pretty much cool with the outcome either way.
4: Right on. And the reason I brought this one up, boys, is because this was actually a trade that went down in the MFL. You know, uh, really? David Johnson got traded with Montgomery with another little piece in there. But uh, yeah, no, it's really close for me. All right, Jason, you leaning David Montgomery on the left or David Johnson on the right?
2: Yeah, they're sort of identical to me. And so when I'm looking at apples to apples, uh, I'm just looking then at schedules. And, yeah, while Montgomery has a favorable schedule at the end of the season, the next three weeks don't look good, especially with that bye week. Uh, Those next three weeks in fantasy football are pretty important.
4: So now I'm going to go David Johnson. Yeah, he's got that juicy little matchup there. All right. And uh, I think I'm going to get one more in there, right? Jared. Jared. David Montgomery. On the left, David Johnson. On the right, what you? Wait, wait let me
3: let me explain something to you. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I'll go Montgomery just because you know when the Bears are on the ballot, you just check Bears and flex all Bears. <laughs> <It's a> straight, <laughs> ticket, straight ticket,
4: baby. Straight ticket, Bears. Yeah. Flex on them, hoes. Well, Montgomery does have a super super safe floor. I I, I think he's been in a top twenty four every week. So mm-hmm. he's, yeah, but he's never been a number one running back. That's a stat I heard. So. He's going to get you right where you want to be between 12 and 24, but you just got limited upside. But, hey. Mm, some
3: you jumped on him as, him as a, a number three, and you're getting number two every week. So you should be oh, happy. Yep. And Won't
2: he's still playing. Won't lose your game,
4: but maybe not. He's still Jason. playing, man. People are healthy. Yeah. Healthy still running playing, back's that's a good running back. Healthy running back with no competition. And um yeah, you just we just wish that he had a little more upside where he can actually win you some weeks instead mm-hmm. of just not lose you some weeks. But we'll move on. And there's the curveball. A third candidate just entered the oh, room. Sh- he just walked up in here. He's a little short guy. He's fresh. He's a rookie. The Red and Coats. his name is Clyde Edwards Hilaire. He it. wants to be a part of this debate. He is pissed off that Le'Veon Bell has came up and now is pretty much split and carries with him. It's almost like a snap share, 50-50. So... David Montgomery, David Johnson, or C.E.H.? No one thought C.E.H. would be in this conversation. And I know a couple of people that are willing to trade C.E.H. for Montgomery or Johnson. So this is why I entered him late. He was a late candidate. Would C.E.H. ruin this for you? Rugal, C.E.H. versus both Davids. Um, I'm ready to go in. It really depends
0: on... Yeah, it depends on what you need as as an owner. If you just need that, you know, 12 to 14 points in your flex, then I'm going to stick with a David. But uh, Clyde still has that upside of being a chief, and we've seen Le'Veon Bell really not, you know, I don't trust that, A, he's going to give 100% throughout the rest of the season, and, B, that he will uh, stay healthy the rest of the season. So Clyde still has real, real upside. But uh, personally, for me, I would feel more comfortable with that 12-14 to because I can see a lot of single digits from Clyde going forward.
4: I like it. Jason, what say you? Davids versus C.E.H.? If my team
2: record is over five hundred, I keep CEH, I put him on the bench, cause just like P mentioned, he could be gold in the future and not very far into the future. But otherwise,
4: if I'm under five hundred, I gotta go with the David.
3: They're like selling, that. Mortimer.
4: Great breakdown on both <laughs> you guys. This is why we get this is why we get granular. Real get get deep on this shit. I love the breakdowns. All right, Jared, you going David, David or CEH? Monty oh. or C.H.? There's
3: a bear on the ballot. Straight ticket. <laughs> he votes, next he votes next straight question. Ticket.
4: All right, Pat, C.H. or David's?
3: I'm biased.
1: I'm not worried. Color me, not worried. Uh, so C.H. right there. I'm voting for him since he got on that new ballot. He's a Kanye. Kanye writing.
4: <laughs> Even though fucking Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye writing. Yeah, I'm I'm with you guys, man. I I, I think y'all broke it down really well. If you need that upside, you got to keep CH. It's just scary, guys. 3.1 last game, you know. uh, That's standard, actually, if I bring it down to half point PPR. You know, it's right around five. Like, it's fucking scary. And I know it's the Jets. It's one game. But even the game before that, you know, I guess you got you the 12-point A against Denver. Hey, so, I've we'll got see. three
0: words. Winter is coming, and we've seen what happens mm-hmm. when the weather got bad. They leaned on Ceh, and they got they got some real production out of them. So I could see, uh, you know, if in in the Kansas City, I, it's been known to snow. If I, if I'm not if I'm not you know incorrect there. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good answer. At Tampa,
3: at Miami,
4: at New Orleans. Hey the million-dollar question is, Le'Veon Bell, is he going to really show out and look good? That's the million-dollar question. Because if he looks good, then we all know what's what's going to happen. It's going to be more of a split. If he doesn't look good, then CH is probably going to go back to getting 20 carries a game. So next is going to be – we're going to get through these a little quicker, guys, because we got to move on. Lamar versus Herbert. This one's really deep. I mean, it's pretty much quarterback 12 versus quarterback 11. So we got Lamar on the left, Herbert on the right. Rugel, what say you? Bread and butter is our our enchilada here.
0: Uh, I'm gonna have to yield my time to the gentleman from Odessa for for just a little bit while I uh, do get delve a little bit deeper into these files I've just been uh, been been given.
4: Okay, uh-huh. all right. We're gonna pass <laughs> it back over to, to well, I got you. We're gonna go over to we got we got a guy who owns Herbert, so he should be able to answer this. We're gonna go to Pat. Pat, Lamar on the left or Herbert on the right? Who do you want? Rest of year.
1: Herbert, Herbert, Herbert. Uh, what keeps them coming back is the consistency. I yield my time to the gentleman from Massachusetts. Uh, nope, no filibustering there. Um,
3: you know what? I might have to say, Herbert, which is hard for me to say because I'm a Monas guy. Uh, <laughs> hey, I,
1: I love Monas too. And there's a whole another episode we're going to do on San Marcos uh, Mexican food. I was about to say, no, for Garcia's?
4: I'm going
3: to go Lamar. I'm going to
1: go yes, Lamar.
4: Yes, Garcia's
3: free. Right. Uh, yeah,
4: besides, you know what he is.
3: Yeah, I mean, what you paid for. I mean, the upside's still there. The passing's. I don't know why I'm going Lamar. But yeah. Action, Jackson. And action is on the way.
1: Hopefully, action's on the way, I guess.
4: Yeah, he played Pittsburgh, man. You know, that, that's the number one defense right there. So. one's got Andy next week, which ain't good
2: either. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get you. I get you. Jason, it's, Lamar it's or
3: Herbert?
2: It's good. It's close. Uh, I think I'm I think going to take Lamar uh, just because of the rushing floor. Uh, I know Herbert's got a good floor, too. I just – there's going to be enough tape out on that guy sooner or later. You know, we'll just see. So, I'm, I'm going to go on Lamar, though, for now. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. Yeah. And don't call me Shirley.
0: I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go with Lamar as well. I've, uh, I've gone over, you know, this new information that I found, and it looks like Herbert's, you know, this 21 points at Denver this last week, a couple interceptions. Uh, yeah, I just don't trust the rookie to, you know, stay at that level all year. And uh, looking at Lamar's schedule, he's got some prime matchups, like Jay said, playoff time. It's Dallas, Cleveland, Jacksonville, Giants, uh, his mm. last game of the year, Cincinnati. So yeah. it's going to be uh, it's gonna be Lamar evening out. There needs to be balance in all things, you know. Only death can pay yeah. for life.
2: Well, when you he say evening out. out, I mean, we're talking just even if he gets, uh, you know, 20 points, he's already going to get a floor of like 10 from rushing, right? So, I mean, just... Put up a decent passing game.
4: Yeah, exactly. I think will hit her out right on the head. Things get usually even themselves out. This guy's a rookie, small sample size, no game film on him. Lamar's Lamar. He's MVP. I mean, we, we know what he is. He's been banged up. He just played Pittsburgh off a of bye. This was supposed to be healthy, but it's Pittsburgh. So everything's moving, changing. I think everything will kind of even itself out. And Lamar, with that uh, playoff schedule, like you mentioned, uh, keep your eye on Dobbins for that playoff schedule as well. That's why I was pushing Dobbins. Um, but, yeah, I think it's set up for him to really show out and uh, pay off in the long run. So I'm going to leave Lamar. Last one, guys. Thielen on the left. Adam Thielen on the left. Stephon Diggs on the right. Uh, they're, they're right next to each other in points per game. Um, and Thielen – Former you know, teammates. He has, he has a rookie on the upp- opposite side, Jefferson. He's, he's either all or nothing, it seems like. So it's still the Thielen show, getting all the targets – and then Diggs, man. Diggs has kind of come back down to earth the last two games. Uh, you know, Allen's kind of come back down to earth as well, so it's a combination of both of them. But Thielen versus Diggs, rest of year, what would you say, Patrick?
1: Oh, man. I am going to go with uh, Stefan Diggs because of who's throwing him the ball. I I trust yep. Josh Allen a little bit more than Kirk Cousins because um, I, I do not like that, you know, I, so – yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Diggs here. Kind of an easy one for me. But I, I do like Thielen. Uh, Jefferson's coming up on that other side. Um, but I'm going to go Diggs He here.
0: occupies the most
3: critical position in the game.
4: Yeah, Thielen's uh, ultra safe. Um, he's kind of like the David Montgomery of, uh, of um, receivers, but a little higher ceiling than David Montgomery, of course. But he's uh, he's right here at 15.3 points per game. And Stefan Diggs at 14.3 per game. All right, Rugal, what say you? Adam Thielen on the left, Stefan Diggs on the right.
0: I'm going to go with Diggs. I uh, mentioned earlier how I thought Cook could uh, score in every single game, and if he's doing that, then it's going to be tough for uh – for the Vikings to get the ball to Thielen as well as that uh, sensational rookie, Justin Jefferson. And I think Diggs is the clear number one on his team, whereas Jefferson might be eating into that number one role with the Vikings. And uh, as well as that, I think the, uh, the running game for the Bills, although they had a big game against the Patriots this last week, they're gonna they're gonna struggle to run most games, and so we're gonna see a lot of digs. He's had uh, six catches in every game but one. So in half point and a full point PPR, he's definitely a, an asset to have. I
4: like it. All right, last one, Jay. Yeah, I think we
3: uh, Oh my bad.
4: Both I y'all. Think,
2: yeah, it. yeah. Go ahead, Jason. We'll say at the same time, Jared. We're gonna both say the digs, right? <laughs> yeah, ready. <laughs> We're both on digs. It's unanimous. We have a landslide victory. A landslide Thank god. Uh,
0: GYG consensus. Well, right. just between those
4: two guys. So here's here's the last guy. I always enter a third candidate. Walks in a room, he's Uh-oh. a rookie, young buck, just like CEH. He's like, I am here. I want to be at this table with Diggs and Thielen. His name is Full Fucking Hard as Ham. Full ham. <laughs> He must
3: have a cool disregard for danger.
4: So now we're <laughs> down to Fulham versus Diggs. We just threw Thulin to the side. He's not even a candidate anymore. Fulham, rest of year versus Diggs. I'm going to pull up some numbers for you guys. Back to Thielen. Thielen has seven touchdowns on the year. Um, that's what's keeping him up there right now. Seven touchdowns. Well, we sweet. don't like him though, remember? Yeah, he's I know. I just <laughs> that's why he's all the way up there. But back to uh, Fulham. He is averaging. Where'd it go here? Fullham. Motherfucker. He's got a touchdown in almost every <laughs> game except one. He's got
2: four touchdowns. Yep, he's averaging
4: yeah, 16.4 a game versus yes. Diggs, 14.3. So, you know, he didn't play the first three games because he was on the practice squad. So it's a big brain, the brain on that. But moving forward, who would you rather have? I'm going to say, Pat, start with you. Full ham or Diggs? Moving you forward. know that uh,
1: Thanksgiving is coming up. So uh, I like some uh, ham in my belly.
3: Glazed, full
4: ham. <laughs> I love it, Jared. What say? You full ham versus Digs? Now this one's rough. Um, yeah. I yield. Yes. Hold on. He back. You yield to Odessa. You yield to Odessa. Jason, what say you? Full ham versus Digs? I'm gonna go with
2: schedule. And so I'm going to go ahead and lean with them. Eagles having a nice light schedule. So I'm going to go with Mr. Fulham the rest of the season. If I've only got Diggs and him to start, I can
4: only start one. Fulham's well, one. the The new hot candidate. There. Yeah, he's a very hot candidate. I guess it helps me play Dallas again, right? So um, Rugel. Well, the rest of you. his schedule, too. So.
0: Uh, I guess I'm going to, I'm going to vote with my heart. My, my head says digs, but my heart says full ham. I need him mm. to uh, go off the second half of the year to give myself a chance to make a run. So, uh, we're going to go, you know, uh, you know, the full plate, you know, not a half plate, a full plate. Of ham. Yeah. So it's, uh,
1: Nothing is healthier for your heart than a full plate of ham. Exactly. No, That's
4: right. my, no, no, my no, no, he says that all the time. Ham. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna end it, man. And uh, it's tough because I want to say Diggs so bad because of everything kind of equals itself out. He's kind of had a couple slow games. fulham has been hot lately, and you think these things even themselves out. But I do not like the body language I've been seeing out of Diggs lately. Um, it's just like he, it's just like him and Josh Allen aren't on the same page. He's kind of disgruntled, and then Agreed. I definitely don't like Buffalo when it gets cold and trying to throw in that cold moving forward. So I think that's the tiebreaker for me, man, is it's gonna be hard to throw in those winds and chilly really weather catching hard rock balls that are frozen. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna I'm gonna lean full hand, man, even though I, I don't know how I'd even say that two weeks I ago. I love that
0: call, Trey. Diggs is a diva. He's always been a diva and he's showing yep. it already his first year in Buffalo and it and it could yep. only get worse. So uh and we know Fulham, he's a practice squad guy. He's gonna be grinding every single day. No, if uh I'll
3: be contradictory here, I'll, I'll go digs. Um, mm. just so on the other side targets, dude. and if someone could throw the ball in that yeah. buffalo win it's it's allen you know so he's not gonna have point. a problem getting it there um he is from it's from wyoming great point yeah the, and the run game ain't great so you know they gotta lean on the pass more so yeah yeah fuck it i'll go Digs.
4: these are all close guys this is why we did this did i miss anyone jason did you get yours in Oh, yes, we are all good, ready to go to waivers. We're going long here. Let's get these quick
2: last waivers in.
4: All
3: right. Wait, wait,
2: wait.
3: Well, you may not be interested in every race in the country, but this early in the evening, there are some clues. The polls have now closed. Coming here live from Jerry's chart,
2: <laughs> among other charts. Price has a chart now as well. Everybody will have a chart next week, people. All Copyright right, these are last little waivers. It's a shallow waiver, people. Uh, let's go through these pretty quick so we can get the people out of here and get them into the voting booths. Uh, Pete, can you give me one guy, one guy you're trying to put a waiver claim in on this weekend?
0: Ooh, my vote for this waiver this week, it's going to be a, a last-minute vote because I'm going to get as much information I can on this Cooper Cup wrist injury. But if it does it turn out that he's going to miss some time, I'm going to do a – a uh, top shelf bid on Mr. Josh Reynolds. And then if you don't have any money, go ahead and put a zero dollar bid on Mr. Van Jefferson, the rookie. Ooh, yes. He might actually like come in and do some things as mm. well. So uh, like Rams receivers get my vote, but that's that's with the Cooper Cup injury turning out to be real. If it's not real, then look elsewhere.
1: I love Van Jefferson's uh, rendition of Brown Eyed Girl. You ever heard him sing that? That's great. That's oh, great.
0: great album. Just a, just a great artist. I love it. That oh, is was a yeah.
2: classic karaoke track for me. It got the ladies. <laughs> the ladies were swooning, you know, Sneezes were being thrown on the stage. So well, it's a up. marvelous
1: night for a touchdown. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's so hope it works out. That would be a great drop. Yeah.
4: So I got a sneaky one. He 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 might have got picked up last week. He might have not because he's playing Tampa Bay. Um, and his name's Wayne Gallman. Um, he he showed me he he's the hardest running back in the Giants. He only got some play after Freeman got nicked up but he looked really really good it looked like he wanted it and he actually had some juice left and uh i i picked him up in a couple leagues last week but i have a feeling he's only owned or it's saying 50 percent in leagues still to this date um so i would probably go get him i think he's gonna uh be the running back for the rest of the year for the giants um even if freeman comes back freeman might be more of a pass catching running back that's just my belief because that's how good gallman looked running between the tackles um, so I would go Wayne Gallman if you had if he's there. If he's not, you need a little deeper. I'm gonna stick with the running backs here since Rubel did the other position. I like Jordan Wilkins. He's only owned in two percent of leagues. In case Jonathan Taylor is really nicked up, or in case they just like Wilkins more, I would go with him. And then the next guy, this is super sleeper, super deep, is uh, that Tr- Troy Main Pope. I just don't think Kelly's gonna be anything special he's kind of had a shot he's kind of missed Justin Jackson is actually okay but he just he's light he's thin he's always nicked up and this Tremond Pope guy actually played really well i know he got nicked up rugel said he got a concussion i can't find anything on him right now about that but he could be the the running back when all said and done when the dust settles and and um the chargers and you know having a running back with Herbert at the helm is is always good and these running backs are flyers I mean, we never thought dj dallas was going to do what he did he finished top top running back this week top 12 so, you know, you're just hoping that you hit on one of these guys. And so he'd be a total late flyer. Um, but, yeah, I like um, Gallman and Wilkins above him.
2: Gallman and Wilkins. Jared, who you got?
3: Well, like I said before the show to everyone, I was going to take Jordan Wilkins.
2: Yes, that's true. You did tell us all. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Somebody got oh, their uh, guy. So I guess I'll uh, take a flyer on Darnell Mad-Eye Mooney. Uh, oh, like that. a great Joe.
2: ticket. Just in
3: time for Halloween.
0: Straight ticket.
1: (laughs) Straight ticket, baby.
0: (laughs) Those colors don't bleed, do they, Jared?
4: (laughs) What about Jordan Reed? I heard he's a sneaky little waiver pickup. He'll be coming up the IR. I don't know why he didn't say that. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I'm uh, so for all those Fab people who spent all their money and all those people that we talked about during the uh, halftime show. There now you have zero dollars left. I got two zero dollar bids for you. Yes, uh, not Mr. Jordan Reed just yet, but Mr. Ross Dwelly is a zero dollar guy. You might be able to get now. He might be one dollar since I mentioned him. Uh, but that is a tight end oriented passing offense. Uh, so Dwelly will get his targets, people, and he's very capable. He's already shown it every single time he's got playing time. Uh, the other $0 bid is Mr. Des Bryant. I know folks think it's crazy. They Woo. say he's older than Antonio Brown, <laughs> but go, I'm just saying, all I'm looking for is red zone targets, because right now all they have is Mark Andrews, and when they get down there, or he gets double teamed. Lamar needs another red zone target down there, and that man could be that man.
0: Oh, Jay, hey, have guys, you ever danced I, with the devil in the pale moonlight? Man, Des oh, Bryant.
3: I someone, um, with uh, news coming out today. Uh, Marvin Hall.
4: Sneaky there you point go. Point. Yeah. Marvin Hall nice. with injury to Galladay. Yeah. And I showed Marvin Jones on my waiver wire, even though he says he's owned in 57%. So check, check for Marvin Jones before Marvin Hall. But yeah, Marvin Hall. Yeah. Call as well. Great call, Jared. Um,
2: Pat, you got a guy you get, you got a show. You got a vote. Don't tell us who you're voting for. But uh, you
1: no. Well, yeah. I'm going to always keep that confidential, but you, you know, I suppose straight ticket, baby bears, um, <laughs> uh, no, uh, I'm gonna go Chad Van Oven, ninth grade as my waiver of the week. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, shout out to whatever he's doing. I hope he's doing all right and everything. So, uh, sincerely, <laughs> I do. So, uh, just trying to just trying to be funny on the G Y G episode. Go out and vote if you haven't already. And uh, some American
2: music to go out to.
1: Yeah, let's see.
3: I'm gonna drop some, uh, huh? yeah, drop some. Yeah, I'll
1: drop some.
2: You
1: vocal. don't.
3: Everyone loves that Speech. new bungle. Oh, I like the oh, new exactly. bungle, man. Maybe we'll get Patriotic. some short reviews. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: we need some. We need some. will we'll do some year GYG year end album list. Also, you know, how about that? Good
4: luck, guys. Get your guy. G-Y-G. Keep, keep you calm get and prosper. Keep it calm. Get 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 guys.